You're listening to a download from the outdoorstation.co.uk. Number five, one, seven. And welcome to another podcast here on the Outdoor Station, but not a normal interview podcast. I have mentioned before that I have been working on the studio and waiting for the electrician to arrive, etc., etc. Well, the good news is we're in. The bad news is it took him two weeks to get here, so it's been really frustrating. So hence the slightly echoey surroundings which I will do something about in due course but I am recording this in my new video stroke podcast studio and I am currently at this very moment frantically wiring things up and trying to make it look decent and respectable because I have boxes everywhere and cables everywhere for my guest tomorrow now this isn't a guest that I'm interviewing although having said that I will interview him It is a guest who's asked to interview me. And I have to say, I'm feeling slightly nervous about it. It's a bit like having the Queen arrive. You want to get everything absolutely perfect. And then part of me is thinking, why am I doing this for somebody that's doing something to me? And I'm not too sure what's going to happen next. So my guest or my visitor is Russ Hepton from The Trail Hunter hunker (laughs) i'm sure he would Uh, the trail hunter which is a youtube channel which is gathering pace as we speak with uh, subscribers and a wide range of material and russ is about to head off later this year or earlier than spring rather 2020 on the pacific crest trail now you will remember last week i interviewed cam from cam hikes who is also going on Pacific Crest Trail. And I alluded at the end whether they might meet up. Well, after the podcast was launched, she did, in fact, mention Russ by name. So I am presuming they are in contact with with each other and no doubt will, at some stage during 2,650 miles, bump into each other for a chat, a catch-up, and possibly a little beverage of some kind to celebrate two Brits, well, two Europeans, on the trail well no no absolutely of course we're not europeans anymore are we one european and a brit (laughs) we must stick to the rules after all we have made the exit so yes here i am then um so it's not a normal interview this week in this podcast it's me wittering on and welcoming people to the newsletter and if you haven't joined the newsletter, please do so over on theoutdoorstation.co.uk, um, over on the website. A little chat thing will pop up fairly quickly, and you can enter your details there and various comments. And I'm going to sit down now for a second because I'm plumb tuckered out. It's been a really, really heavy whoa, two, three days. The, uh, the electrician was Saturday. Today, as I record, this is Wednesday, and we've been doing nothing but humping gear stock obviously for the shop all the furniture has gone been down to the containers about six times loading up with all the furniture that we've stored for the last three years from the offices filing cabinets and all the usual sort of paraphernalia 
And you know what? You actually get to a point. If you're ever in this situation and you put things into storage, really, really, really be critical because it's been in storage three years now and it's probably cost, oh, I hate to think, it's probably cost two and a half thousand to three thousand a year to store this stuff. I mean, admittedly, one container was purely studio stuff video stuff and stands and microphone stands and clamps and you know tv monitors and all the rest of it and and that shared half the furniture and then the other one was furniture and all the storage systems but as you can imagine that's added up now and to be honest we could have flogged the furniture the standard office furniture and bought it back secondhand somewhere and saved ourselves a lot of money and reduced it down to one container so if you're ever in that situation where you are putting things in a container do be ruthless and think what it will be worth in two or three years' time when you eventually open the door. The other thing which is slightly annoying, uh, even though they're sealed containers, uh, there has been some mildew on the furniture as well, which has been frustrating to try and scrub that off. So there's been a bit of a growth at times. Anyway, as you can probably hear, there is a little motorbike going past, but this room is phenomenally quiet compared to where I've been recording up until now. And if you're a follower of Russ, and depending what he does tomorrow when he pops in, you may actually see the new studio in its sort of raw format before it's been finished, put together. And obviously the old shed comes studio that I've been using for the last two or three years to uh, produce the podcast, if of any interest to you. So look him up, The Trail Hunter, Russ Epton on YouTube. But as I said, I'd like to just go through, well, a few names really, if I may, and some comments that people have sent in who have joined the newsletter. Since my last, last uh, comment, I'm just going to mention a few people by name who have joined and uh, just to see if there's any comments from some of them. So... We have uh, Neil Tranter, Rhonda Muir from the UK, Debbie Gibson from Australia, Lindsay Foote, uh, Andrew Palmer, Deborah Davis, David Murphy, now this is a good one, Jeffrey Abluchki, Abushki, Abuchowski, Abuchowski, I think. Do apologise, Jeffrey, if I'm getting it completely wrong, I do apologise, from the United States. Uh, a, a Mr. Griffin, Stephen Watt from Hong Kong, Michael Stubberfield, Phil Plume, Peter Stewart, Russell Hepton. Oh, hi, Russell. Charlotte LaHaye, Chris Vardy, and John Mort. And most of those are from the UK, apart from Charlotte LaHaye from Germany. And John Mort has said that he stumbled across the website. He's been previously listening to occasional USA podcasts and looking to explore my social media. He'd like to hear more about Bridgedale and he'd like to hear more about Glenn Nevis campsite, suggesting to interview Pat Dixon and Sandy Jack. A few more names. Neil Walker, great podcast. I've made it in my list of 10 the number of podcasts that exactly fill my weekly commute. That's good. So I trust you've downloaded this today, Neil, and are sitting in your commute vehicle enjoying it. Um, He'd certainly be interested in hearing more about the backstory of Alpkit, which I've interviewed actually several times many years ago, to be fair. And I did actually uh, contact them, I think it was last year or the year before. But they've grown massively now, and from being just a couple of guys that were really doing cool stuff to being quite a big company that's doing cool stuff 
but I will try and speak to them again. Who else now has joined? Chris Charlton, Bill Kittrell from the States, Adam Ferris, been a podcast listener for several years. No, I'm a new listener and I'm very much enjoying the podcast. And Graham Mills is a podcast lover who has been joining uh, here for several years, which is nice. Thank you, guys. Welcome, everybody. Uh, just a few more names. Oh, wow. One from Greece. Here we go. Dimitros, Dimitrios Despondilades. I hope that's right. Dimitrios Despondilades. I'm not sure if there's an L in there or not. Do apologise, Dimitrios, if I've really messed that up, but uh, welcome all the same. John Dupras from, uh, or Dupra from uh, United States. Uh, John King, he's been listening for a few years now and really enjoying the content, particularly the TGO series. Of course, the TGO is kicking off very soon, so hopefully this coronavirus will have died out by then, which will be good. He'd liked me to chat with Murray Wilkie, Steaming Boots, a vlogger, so I'll look forward to chasing him up. Lee Carter, love the podcast, thank you very much. Tom Thornton, uh, Anne-Marie Pollock, Adam Kenrick... Just found us through the Jenny Tuff series. Well, welcome aboard, Adam. Thanks for joining us. Nice to have you here. Looking forward to the next one and going back through the archives. Well, there's over 500 to go through. He'd like me to have a word with Restrap. Never heard of them. I'll have a look that up. And a suggested campsite to visit or speak to is Tanaledroch Farm. Tanaledroch Farm. And Sean Conway, of course, is uh, suggested for an interview. Kevin Everett. Oh, yeah, here we go. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yes, Kevin, enjoy your rucksack. I bet you're on the challenge this year. Enjoy your trip. Nicola Madden, Chris Evans. Oh, Chris Evans, I wonder if it's the Chris Evans. I doubt it. Uh, but welcome all the same. Ali Salshador. Salshador. Do you know... I really struggle with some of the American names. I don't the history of these names where they appeared in America is phenomenal, and it, it, they are quite diverse. Sal, Salashaw. No, oh, it's easy when you say it like that. Ali Salashaw. I do hope I haven't messed it up, Ali. Welcome aboard, Simon Broughton. We're returning after a break. Where have you been, Greg Woohead? Uh, Ian Hawkins, Nick Devereaux, Peter Shriver from the Netherlands, David MacDonald, Mike Reed, Gareth James from Wales. Good old Gareth, good name that. Alan Gold, uh, Jonathan Hitchin, hello Jonathan, Tina Page and Stuart Johnson. So all these guys, welcome one and all to my humble little podcast and maybe I can tell you what, what I'm doing. Well, apart from sitting down feeling absolutely knackered, what am I doing? Well, as I probably inferred several times, I'm hoping you will start to see some really cool interview videos and podcasts from me very soon. Now I've got a dedicated space which has taken me probably 10 or 15 years to compile and get together and actually build... I've got to sort the acoustics out, as you can hear, but I am going to be ready to go probably in about a couple of months' time, I think. I need to get all the gear working, iron out all the creases, tidy up all the cables, sort out all the extra rubbish that you gather on occasions like this, and give myself some free space, and then I'll be able to sit round a nice little false coal-effect fire and tell you a story, and hopefully interview some exciting people 
from the outdoors world and that's why I ask people all the time when they join the newsletter who they might suggest to get them on board. Now I've done a couple of dry runs if you've looked at the YouTube channel at all with Katie Jane Endurance that was it was a successful interview but unfortunately the technical the uh, broadband was just faltering that night so the picture from her isn't as clear as I'd like it to be and then I've done one with Roman regarding his thoughts on the outdoors fair in Munich uh, which has now moved to Munich from Friedrichshafen, and that worked quite well, but obviously uh, it wasn't as exciting as I'd like it to be. So I'm planning to create a niche quality interview program and fill it full of other useful outdoor stuff for people interested in learning more, uh, hearing more about people's stories, and possibly, obviously, discussing items, brands, products that may be released. And as this norovirus has pretty well reminded us, that now people aren't actually able to, or unwilling, to visit numerous places like a, you know, a big exhibition or whatever for obvious reasons. It actually means that live streaming or streaming and interviews and interviews about products and demos about products and that sort of thing are actually perhaps going to come to the fore. It reminds me, actually, I was saying this to Rose the other day, it reminds me of the fax machine. I know that's showing my age. But there was a postal strike many, many years ago. I think it was in the 80s. There was a postal strike, and fax machines were around, but they were very expensive items. And all of a sudden, due to the postal strike, which seemed to go on forever, fax machines became down in price and suddenly became the way to send notes to people. This is obviously long before the lovely modern days of social media and text messaging and WhatsApp and all the other numerous things you can do to contact people. Although today's recording is very basic, very simple and just gives you an update really of where where we are i do have some fabulous interviews already recorded in the can as such and i just have not had the time this week to sit down edit them and uh, write the intros and outros and put them all together and maybe that's another video i might show you at some stage oh, how i actually put a podcast together what actually goes into recording editing chopping it all up and trying to make it a succinct piece of information Maybe that's of interest. People might like to, to comment on that and let me know. But the can of, uh, of interviews or interviewees is absolutely sensational. It really is. I've got about half a dozen, I think, ready to go, just requiring uh, editing and, as I say, a little bit of tidying up. So I hope to do that next week. Now, coming back to tomorrow, when Russ is here... I've got a feeling we'll do a bit in here. I'm guessing we'll do a bit uh, on the on the hills, on the local Malvern Hills. I saw a message from him uh, today that he spent yesterday doing exactly the same thing with Chris Townsend. So I am in phenomenally good quality company, and I do hope I don't let the side down full stop. But as I say, I'm slightly nervous about uh, being interviewed. It's not very comfortable. I'm, I'd rather be on the other end of the microphone than be on the receiving end. But we'll see what Russ has to say. Now, the, uh, as I implied, Russ is off to do the PCT uh, this year. And I've been watching a few of his videos regarding what he's not taking. 
I did ask him to bring his rucksack with him, which is, I believe, an atom pack. I'd like to see the, the rucksack, but also like to rifle through his bag and see what he's taking with him and make any comments appropriately to see if there's any way of improving his, his weight. But I should imagine from what I've seen, he's cut it down really successfully. And obviously he's spoken to the guru. He's spoken to Chris Townsend. So I'm so sure Chris has given him the uh, the right pointers as regards any tips. I think Chris has done the PCT as well. He must have done. He's walked everywhere. So I think that's about it from me. A quick one. I'll wrap it up now. Short and sweet. Uh, so I've got time to edit this and quickly throw it together and shove it out on Tinternet and let you, uh, well, catch up with where we are. But exciting times, exciting times. I've got my large screen monitors dotted around the place. I've had a trip to Ikea and got some Ikea furniture. I've got some groovy coloured lights giving me a nice glow in the background. Nice bright red seats. I need to get the desk in here and get the audio recording gear in here at the moment. That's still in the other place and clear up these bags which are just forever and boxes and get that sorted and then hopefully hopefully in the near future we will be broadcasting from here and keeping you all up to speed and entertained with exciting interviews when i talk to different people so folks thanks very much for joining the newsletter and joining in with the crowd i will do an email when I get a, a moment to update everybody who has joined the newsletter and show them some pictures of the studio as it develops before it actually goes live. And I might actually do a private, a private broadcast purely to the people who have joined the newsletter so that we can have a bit of a chat and you can help me and advise me and make suggestions regards what is looking good and what doesn't look good in the background and on the video it itself so and obviously testing out the technology as well i've got all sorts of ideas but i'm not going to give the give the game away just at the minute so folks thanks very much i hope this hasn't been too boring for you keep it short and sweet and i look forward to chatting with you very very soon until next time folks we interrupt this program to bring you Taking early, intense action, we have seen dramatically fewer cases of the virus in the United States than are now present in Europe. The European Union failed to take the same precautions and restrict travel from China and other hotspots. As a result, a large number of new clusters in the United States were seeded by travelers from Europe. After consulting with our top government health professionals, I have decided to take several strong but necessary actions to protect the health and well-being of all Americans. To keep new cases from entering our shores, we will be suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days. The new rules will go into effect Friday at midnight. These restrictions will be adjusted subject to conditions on the ground. There will be exemptions for Americans who have undergone appropriate screenings, and these prohibitions will not only apply to the tremendous amount of trade and cargo, but various other things as we get approval. Anything coming from Europe to the United States is what we are discussing. These restrictions will also not apply to the United Kingdom. 
At the same time, we are monitoring the situation in China and the South. I don't believe it. Well, there's a turn up for the books. Here we are, Thursday morning. I'm all ready for for Russ. I've got my clean underpants on. Everything's ready to rock and roll. To introduce myself to his public, and then Captain America goes and announces, in his usual protectionist way, everybody is banned from America. The digital wall is now complete. So, the bottom line is Russ is obviously not coming because he is going on to the PCT. I believe he was intending to fly out next week. And he's now gone into a panic in case they change the rules from not just mainland Europe, but to include the UK as well. So he has shot home and I believe trying to get new flights or the anticipation of getting new flights before Friday. He and probably thousands of other people as well. So we wish him well. We may catch up with him before he goes. If not, I hope to catch up with him and Cam in some format or other while they're actually on the PCT. But my big moment has been taken away from me by Mr. Trump. Thanks, Mr. Trump. You really are the best. So once again, until next time, with a coherent, interesting, and stimulating interview, it's bye for now. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To hear or see more from our extensive free library, please visit theoutdoorsstation.co.uk. Mm-hmm.